and welcome back to the Magic Kathy Show. Welcome to eclipse season. Eclipse season is upon us and obviously I will give you all the details, all the insights. It's 2-2-2 as I'm starting to record this episode. We are definitely in flow and in tune with this. And we have a lot of tutu energies even in the chart. There are so many amazing things. And I always like to say it's cosmic poetry how the story of our human evolution is being told to us, narrated through the charts, through the energy in the skies. And I want to help you understand and read and feel and perceive the story, of course, because you're part of the story, of course. The story wouldn't be the same story if you wouldn't be alive, if you wouldn't perceive it, if you wouldn't witness all of the things that are happening in the world that are happening inside of yourself in your own personal life but also of course in the sky so let's talk about what these eclipses are all about first of all i would like to explain to you what an eclipse really is right why are eclipses so powerful an eclipse is basically when we have either a new moon or a full moon conjunct the north node and the south node meaning that there is an illumination either a new moon or full moon around our destiny points that's why i like to label eclipses as destiny calls right because they literally highlight that what we need to do in order to step into our destiny in order to step into the future and that's also why there are major course corrections from the universe happening around these eclipses and because it's basically our soul taking over People are being guided, right, to not necessarily manifest, to not necessarily do all of the crazy things in eclipse season just because it's a very volatile energy and we really have to surrender and trust that the universe will course correct us and align us into the best possible future. So that's my spiel on why eclipse season is so powerful, why it is so important to really have a date with your soul around that time and really reconsider your life and see, am I living in alignment to my truth? Am I living in alignment to my destiny? Am I living in alignment to my soul, right? Am I connected to my soul? So it's the best time, honestly, to have, for example, a birth chart reading, to really dive into your chart, to have a date with your soul and to really understand why did I even come here onto this earth plane, right? And what in my life is not reflecting that journey that I signed up for that I literally created with my soul the soul contract that I have with the universe and of course if you would like some major activation around these topics and questions you are more than welcome to reach out for a reading I'm booked around this first eclipse but for the second eclipse I still have some spots left if you would like to leverage that eclipse energy and if you would like to learn more about your astrology chart and charts in general I have something really exciting to share with you today two things actually first of all the Apricadabra astrology school is now also available as an audio only version meaning that you can download everything the full material just in audio format instead of video because I'm myself being a very auditive person I would rather listen to everything on the go than to sit in front of my screen and watch the videos right that's obviously amazing too because you can see the charts but if you learn more so and if you 
tend to stick to something more so if you can take it on you know a walk or you can just go somewhere and listen to it in the car then this is really for you and um, you know I also created it because I'm the same person I can't finish courses that are not audio right I just don't sit in front of my screen and watch all of these videos unfortunately I just can't and so if you are auditive it's actually amazing too because you get a $333 off the original school price and it's the same material so that's the best deal that I can offer you all the links will be down below of course and the second public service announcement is that I decided to start a monthly astro study circle meaning that every single month we will gather in a tutoring group where I help you practice right practice what you've learned about astrology so you can stay again in practice but also really learn how to speak the language of the stars it's with any language you know we need to practice the language in order to speak it fluently right it's all amazing if you read it the whole time but you need to learn to speak it as well right and that's why we have practice sessions not just for students of the school in the past, but also if you already know a little bit about astrology and you just want to learn how to practice it and how to stay in practice and how to, you know, dive into charts and from also, of course, to learn how I look at charts and we will look at each other's charts. So it will be a lot of fun. It basically started to be activated inside of me. And I also got a lot of questions from everyone who is part of the Apocadapa school, the life school, the spring school, just because the ladies and gentlemen in the school wanted to stay in practice and after our life activations still you know study with me so I decided why not have a little group every single month where we meet where we look at charts and yeah learn together so if you're interested in that there will be a sign up list basically and every single month I send out the details so I will let you know when the next circle is happening and you can every single month decide if you want to come or if you not want to come there are no strings attached it's very easy very straightforward all you have to do is to sign up for that list because only the people on that list will get all the infos so with all of that being said in very very Gemini fashion right all the details all the learning all the studying let's dive into this eclipse it's a lunar eclipse so a full moon eclipse in Sagittarius meaning that the moon will be in Sag and the sun is in Gemini we are in Gemini season south node is in Sag and the north node is in Gemini also Venus and Mercury are in Gemini so what is this eclipse all about this eclipse has many important things to highlight to be honest with you but I will also bring it back to 2012 and to January 10, 2020, which was right around the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. So yes, I'm not going to shut up about the Saturn-Pluto conjunction at 22 degrees of Capricorn, the most you know, dominant and prominent and VIP degree of the zodiac at this point, 22 degrees of Capricorn. Everyone remembers that's where the Saturn-Pluto conjunction happened in 2020. That's what kickstarted everything that we see right now happening on a global scale. And yes, this eclipse is actually connected to that eclipse that we had in January 10, 2020, and also to an eclipse that we had November 28, 2012. So 2012 energies are happening, 2020 energies are happening. And in general, what I've observed over the year 
is or over the years is that these Sag Gemini eclipses that are happening in 2021 are really wrapping up that whole Saturn Pluto conjunction story 22 degrees of Capricorn the reason I say that is because the final eclipse that we will have in Sagittarius is actually December 4th 2021 so at the end of this year and that eclipse will have Venus at 22 degrees of Capricorn of course not a coincidence so that's wrapping up that whole story of we need to restructure the fucking world we need to really change the system we need to change the structures we need to really dismantle all of the things bring them up to the surface and obviously this eclipse is happening with the pluto retrograde and capricorn so there are a lot of like re-evaluating reflecting on okay how far have we come since 2012 when everything started why do i say that 2012 uh, kick-started all of that well of course you've heard about that right but then in my last episode or the previous um moon episode actually it was a new moon in taurus i talked about how that energies brought us back to 2012 already and this eclipse also brings us back to 2012 because the eclipse that we had november 28 2012 had a pluto mars conjunction at eight degrees of capricorn why is that significant well when mars and pluto are together they literally you know mars is the little bodyguard of pluto pluto is the soul right when they are together, obviously they, they kickstart something. And Mars then after that meeting with Pluto says, okay, I need to apply that now. I need to make sure that the human, right, because Mars is closer to the human, the human really knows what to do. And then the interesting thing is about that eclipse in 2012 that Neptune just entered Pisces. Why is that important? Well, first of all, Neptune in Pisces is connecting us to our spiritual and psychic psychicness right and all of the spiritual awakening that happened in 2012 is probably also because we had neptune just entering pisces also chiron in pisces around that time healing our connection to divine healing our connection to source healing could our connection to the universe god source all things of creation that is actually inside of you and really learning that that source that you are seeking is never outside of you. And that's something that we started to heal in 2012. And we've now embodied more and more and more over the years, right? But first of all, it was the spiritual awakening very much outside of us, very much in space, very much, you know, up in the ethers. And now we come more so to the understanding that, wait a second, source, God, spirit, the universe, it's actually inside of us, right? That's something we embody more and more because Karen is now in Aries, taking our personal power back, right? And so back in 2012, we started all of that. Again, with that Mars-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, which gave us an indicator that, hey, probably it will be important for us to have that spiritual connection in order to restructure the world. Obviously, back then we didn't know, right? But now we know more and more and more and more because we shift more and more and more into that frequency, into that timeline, into that reality, right? And it's very, very significant to see that Neptune entered Pisces, just entered Pisces in 2012, that eclipse that brings us back to six degrees of Sagittarius, where literally this eclipse is happening now, right, on the 26th of May. Because Jupiter, right, the ruling planet of Sagittarius, just entered Pisces as well. Not a coincidence either, right? Jupiter just entered Pisces just as in 2012 Neptune just entered Pisces. Interesting, right? When Jupiter is really the ruling planet of this eclipse because it's the ruling planet of Sagittarius and it is an eclipse in Sagittarius. So, not a coincidence. On top of that, we have Neptune at 22 degrees of 
Pisces for this eclipse on the 26th of May this year, right? And why is that significant? Because Neptune is at 22 degrees, very 22-y, right? 22 degrees of Capricorn, 22 degrees of Pisces. It's actually a sextile to that Capricorn area, Capricorn and Pisces sextile opportunity, right? So we see that there's an opportunity through our spiritual insights to restructure the world, to really, really know how to rebuild after that reconstruction at 22 degrees of Capricorn. That's one element. But the other element is that Neptune at 22 degrees of Pisces is conjunct Pallas Athena at 22 degrees of Pisces. And if you've been part of my astrology school, you know that I love to rave about Pallas Athena also because she is the first asteroid after my ascendant. And that usually, you know, the first planet asteroid, it's very significant. And if you know me, you know that I have a lot of spiritual and psychic insights, right? I have clear seeing, clairvoyance. And that's what Pallas Athena really is all about, right? The clear seeing, seeing the future, the clear seeing, the insights. And when Neptune and Pallas Athena are together, it's cosmic insight overload. It's amazing. It's so big, especially because Jupiter is, of course, also in Pisces, making that even bigger, that whole psychic insights part. So there is a lot of opportunity for us to move into a new destiny because now we have the clear insight. But that clear insight, that clear knowing is obviously ruled by the moon and Sag, meaning that it's intuition. It's intuition, not knowing. It's intuition, not, it's intuition, not facts, right? It's not necessarily something that we can logically explain. It's just what we sense, right? And that's huge because also we have Jupiter squaring the notes and that could mean that potentially our mind gets in our way where we don't trust what we know, where we don't trust our intuition, right? But we have to. We really, really have to trust our intuition and go inside in order to find the answers. That's why Pluto is retrograde. And on that eclipse, also Saturn is retrograde in Aquarius, really reflecting on our contribution to the collective, really retracting from the matrix, right? Wherever you are born with Saturn retrograde, you are a natural rebel, right? You just are the rebel. And in Aquarius, you are a rebel even more. So we really have to see how we have to approach life in a different way, right? And we have to move away from these old stories because we can not forget that is a south node is in Sagittarius, right? So we still move away from old outdated stories. Very, very important. And so why is that also connected to that eclipse that we had in 2020? Well, the 2020 January eclipse, right literally two days before the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, was actually at 20 degrees, 19 degrees of Cancer Capricorn, which is exactly where Mars is now for this eclipse in Sagittarius, May 26th. So there's a connection because whenever Mars hits an eclipse point, it's activating that again, right? And so Mars is activating everything that started for you also in January 2020, right? So a little bit more than a year ago, right around the corner, around the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, also because on that eclipse, we had the Mars back then at four degrees of Sagittarius, which is where the eclipse is happening now for us. So clearly there's a connection that we can't deny, right? And then also, of course, on that eclipse, we had Saturn-Pluto literally conjunct 22 degrees of Capricorn right around the corner for this massive, massive conjunction that kickstarted everything. So there are a lot of dynamic energies that add on to the story of what that Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn really meant for you and how it is restructuring 
your whole life. It's not just restructuring the world, it's restructuring the world around you. It's restructuring your world. And with this eclipse in Sagittarius, Sagittarius rules a new story. It rules optimism, faith, right? Your spiritual connection, your intuition, it rules all of that, right? Making everything bigger and catapulting you into your divine destiny. In, in so many magical ways, if you allow yourself to connect deeper to your spiritual insights, to your soul, period, right? It's all about that soul connection that guides you into the right direction and really, really feeling into everything. With Mars and Cancer, there's a lot of like, I want to nurture myself. I want to, you know, what I didn't stop talking about during um, the North Node in Cancer and the South Node in Capricorn was we need to build that foundation inside of us, right? And we're still doing it. We still do it because still in the outside world, there are things crumbling. And whenever that happens, we have to go deeper within ourselves and build that solid foundation inside of ourselves. And with that solid foundation, we can trust our intuition because there's literally nothing that can scare you anymore. Really, there isn't. Nothing can shackle you if you are connected and plugged into your own source because you don't seek the source outside of yourself. And that again brings us back to that November 28, 2012, when we had Chiron in Pisces, where we were starting to heal that connection to source. And we were starting to heal and to get insights on our spiritual connection, right? And back then, another really, really fun fact is that the moon was in a conjunction with Lilith in 2012 for this eclipse, which Lilith energy is very, very strong. And Obviously, that relates to the dismantling of the patriarchy, right? And the reconnection to the feminine energy inside of ourselves that allows divine flow to guide her way. So it's, it's a very, very dynamic and powerful, powerful eclipse, um, at least from, from my understanding and what I feel for it. And the major destiny course corrections really invite you to not plan too much, to not overthink too much. Even though the, the sun in Gemini and North Node and Venus and Mercury in Gemini, it's, it's the, I want to know it all. I want to figure it all out. I want to have all the plans. But chances are you have many different options. And all the options that present themselves right now are opportunities to dive deeper into your inner knowing, into your intuition, into trusting that the first gut instinct, right, that's where you need to go right? And sometimes that doesn't even make sense, but you know it's my intuition. My intuition leads me into that way. And that's how you take your power back because you trust yourself and that builds self-trust. It builds self-confidence, which is exactly what we need in order to build and have a solid connection to our soul and build a solid foundation for our life. So it's, it's a very, very powerful eclipse. And as I mentioned in the last episode or the previous episode about the new moon, it's interesting that we have both eclipses with Jupiter and Pisces bringing us back to that 2012 energy when Neptune just entered Pisces. And it's really a divine support with that Jupiter and Pisces. It's beautiful. It's beautiful if you allow it to be beautiful. And yeah, I would definitely invite you to shut the world off a little bit around these eclipses to go deeper into your own inner truth, inner knowing and Know that there is no ultimate truth and you will never find the ultimate answers outside of yourself. You will only find the answer inside of you. And if you are obviously curious to know, okay, how does this really affect my personal life? You want to look at your chart and you want to locate where five degrees of Gemini or Sagittarius is because that's where these eclipses are happening. And then also 11 degrees maybe of Gemini and Sag because that's where the nodes are right now. And then obviously, where is the Pisces area in your chart? Where is the 
Capricorn area, which by now you should know, because that's exactly where the whole restructuring of your world is happening. And for me, it's very accurate. It's my second house and it's clearly something that I've been going through the whole restructuring of how I am allowing myself to be in the body and embodiment. It's like for forefront since last year. So it's very, as I may always say, cosmic poetry. Also, of course, hitting my ascendant. My ascendant is at 10 degrees of Sag. So right on my ascendant, really much highlighting how I show up in the world, my physical appearance, all of that. It's, it's as I say, cosmic poetry, how astrology is working with us and through us. On top of that, the Saturn retrograde is hitting my natal Lilith opposite my Chiron. So you can see that I'm also very, very activated by all of these transits and I'm just observing and in awe and how the universe is working with and through us and how these energies are being manifested through us as well. Ooh, it's amazing. And I pray that you have the most divine and beautiful full moon experience. And if you would like more support and if you would like to have community, you have Again, two options. You can join us in the Astro Study Circle, which is very astrology heavy. If you would like to gather with more soul family, please join us in the Ascension School. We have full moon and new moon gatherings also for Gemini season. And of course, we also have transit readings, transit sessions that are channeled by me that give you even more insights on these eclipse energies. And actually a very special guest as well, Kevin Orosh. You know him from a previous episode. He will be our guest activator for the eclipse in Gemini on June 10th. So there's a lot happening. And if you don't want to miss the party, then definitely join us in the Ascension School. It's so amazing how we also connect every single day on Telegram. It's such a supportive group. And yeah, I'm just in awe in how the right soul family always connects in order to support. And yeah, I'm grateful for all of you, of course, the listeners. If you had some amazing takeaways from this episode, some synchronicities popped up by me sharing all of these dates, then please, please, please share them with me on Instagram, DM me or just snapshot a screenshot when you've been listening to this episode, put it in your stories, tag me so I can repost you and yeah, connect to you. And yeah, now I wish you an amazing, amazing eclipse. Let the divine course correct you in whatever way, shape or form is necessary. Keep me posted and definitely, definitely step in your magic. Thank you.